What's up, guys? And thank you all for checking out this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. This is a very special episode for a couple of reasons. Number one, this will be our Shang-Chi uh, and the Legend of the Ten Rings review show. So this is a movie that we've talked a lot about, a lot of expectations, a lot of hype coming into the movie. We heard about the high um, reactions to it a couple weeks ago. We got to watch it this weekend. We're going to give you guys our thoughts in a second. But this is also a very special podcast because this is a, a COVID milestone here. Because since the COVID pandemic, we've been doing all of our podcasts and all of our videos from our remote locations. I've been in Queens. These guys have been in uh, Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania. And that has changed today because we are doing our first podcast in a really long time together with the whole crew. We're doing it from Lehigh Valley in person. So I was going to say, guys, it's great to see you guys in person. It's great to record in person. I mean, it's crazy that we did it. we've been doing podcasts like this for like three, four years, and then all of a sudden things change with COVID. But it's just awesome to be back with you guys in, in, in the cut, uh, podding, talking about this uh, this movie that I think I'm really excited to hear what you guys have to say about it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, we're all in the same location. You know, no, there's no technical difficulties. There's no, you know, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, no need to re-record or anything like that. So yeah, man, I mean, it's it's awesome. Why, why are you speaking? Why are you speaking the the, the terrible things into existence? <laughs> <laughs> all things that we don't tell you guys about that we have to do behind the scenes, all that stuff. So, but yeah, man, it's, it's really awesome. Hopefully, you know, of course, uh, things get better. Though I, I know, of course, with the health situation, there's a lot of, you know, bad news going around. But hopefully, you know. Uh, things things continue to get better. We get more more health solutions and all that, and and everybody's store of course, stay safe. Everyone's listening here, you know, listening sure. to our show. Please stay safe uh, and all that as we've been doing. But but yeah, super glad to have EJ back, uh, you know, uh, for the time being, so we can we can all record in one location. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is uh, like you said, definitely a milestone. Uh, not it, it's not the uh, not the first time we've seen EJ in person. No, uh, but, no, no. But yeah. it is the first time that we've, we've been, been that we've recorded um, a podcast in person. So yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting. You know, I'm, I'm not used to looking EJ in the eye. You know, while, yeah, you while, can, yeah, you can say that slick stuff from miles away. You can't say that slick stuff yeah, now. I can actually right. touch you now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm excited to talk about this movie. You know, we haven't we have. I mean, you know, on top of. Uh, you know, us doing it in person. This was what only the third movie. You know, we yeah. <laughs> really reviewed during the pandemic. I mean, obviously we had it's starting to pile up now, but we had Suicide Squad and Black Black Widow. Yeah, and Wonder Woman. So it's, and Wonder so Woman. Fourth, right, so right. the fourth one. Um, it's funny. Did you guys see? I actually did mention it to you guys. Did you guys see Warner Brothers uh, screw up with Idris Elba, where the the Warner Brothers Twitter account is is, is Idris Elba's birthday today on Labor Day. And they tweeted out, you know, we we like to thank a happy, wish a happy birthday to Idris Elba. Some of you may know him as Deadshot. Oh God! <laughs> Instead of Blood oh Sport. no, <laughs> oh man. And look, I mean, look, we we talked about it on the Suicide Squad review that you know his character very similar to the uh, the Deadshot character. Um, so you know, they're they're sort of you know only only you only continuing to speak that comparison into existence. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a bad screw up there by Warner Media. Yeah, um, that's funny. As EJ told me a couple weeks ago, I can't blame it on the the intern 
the no. social media intern. <laughs> yeah, no, the social media professionals will get very social media manager. Yeah, they'll get very <laughs> mad if you take it some intern because uh, they're like, hey, we're professionals now. And to be fair, they are. You know, no, no, just all this. Trust me, if I could get a social media manager for us, I would gladly take one because our social media yes. could certainly use a lot of work. And consider that an open invitation to anybody who wants to work at New Generation listening yes, to this podcast. Your application. <laughs> uh, New Generation Media at gmail.com. But um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to talk about this movie, uh, Shang Chi, uh, and the and the and the Legend of the Ten Rings, um, of course, starring Simo Liu, Aquafina, um, Tony Luang, Michelle Lo, Michelle Yu, I'm sorry, uh, Benedict Wong, really great cast, directed by uh, direct, uh Des- Destin Daniel Creighton. Initial reaction. I mean, I gotta say, I, I thought this was a pretty a pretty exceptional movie. Um, I think when you're thinking about the 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 standalone Marvel movies, particularly definitely the the, the first one, the quote unquote origin movies, I think it stands right up there with the top tier. You know, I don't think that it's obviously I don't think it's Black Panther, um, but I think it's 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 right up there with a lot of the better ones you're talking about and i don't think it's iron man either that was another really transcendent one those are probably the top two for sure but i think if you're talking about it in the same ballpark of a uh spider-man uh uh you know um, homecoming um and some of the other so standalone movies that have done well uh I, I, America. I, yeah i i think me just off a of rip i think this is a little better than captain america um I I think it's it's one of the better standalone Marvel movies, and it's to me it's boosted by the performance of really the entire cast. But I mean, Simu Liu really is truly just like a really great leading man here. Um, he's charismatic, he's engaging, he's funny, and I saw someone make the point on 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 online that he's actually kind of like the first true action hero of the MCU in in terms of the stunt work that we see him do. Um, there are a lot of other Marvel. You know, actors that do a lot of great stunts, but I mean, this guy was on some Jackie Chan stuff with this movie. I mean, they, you know, and we heard about a lot of the influences of this movie coming from Jackie Chan, coming from a lot of those like stunt-like movies, and they really, they really did the thing with this with this film. Like, they really kind of leaned into those inspirations and 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 put their own spin on it, and really made it feel like still a Marvel flick. So, Lou deserves a ton of credit. Um, the supporting cast is also uh, really strong. The Aquafina was really funny. Um, it's funny we mentioned, uh, you know, what was going to be the deal with, uh, you know, uh, the uh, when you when Wu character because we didn't hear much about him in terms of the positive reactions to this film. I mean, I don't know how you guys will feel and you'll talk about it soon, but he was pretty great. I mean, I think he's one of the better Marvel villains I think we've seen. Uh, he truly seemed to capture just like all the. Um, all the emotions and complexities and then eventually the kind of madness that he was uh, enduring throughout that film in just a really great way. Uh, I enjoyed his performance a lot and there was just a lot of likes about this movie. It's uh, exciting to see that the box office number is looking really good. I believe that a $71 million opening weekend at the box office domestically which uh, I think is, is right. It passed uh uh, F nine for um for 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 its second place is right behind Black Widow that did eighty million and for a movie you know, amidst the pandemic at this level where you know we're seeing more COVID cases now this time than we did this time last year 
that's pretty remarkable. It shows that there was a, definitely an appetite for this movie. It showed that the word of mouth got people to the theater. We were hearing numbers that were going to be in the 30s or 40s for this film, and it went well exceeded that. I think it suggests that this is a franchise that has perhaps multiple movies and other spinoff projects in the works, potentially due to this uh, box office performance. So we got to shout out Marvel, got to shout out Kevin Feige, and of course shout out this great cast and crew for what I thought was a really great movie experience. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with with uh, with pr- uh, pretty much everything that you said, EJ. I mean, I thought this was a very good movie. Um, uh, the action, I would say, certainly lived up to my expectations. Um, Did they exceed them? Cause I know you were very concerned. Um, I would say it exceeded them in in terms of how they infused the supernatural elements. Okay. Um, because it was still very physical. Yes. It was not, you know, it wasn't, uh, you know, like a Dragon Ball Z, similar to how the jokes they were making in the movie. It wasn't, you know, like a Man of Steel, you know, or Simu Lu's flying around or anything like that, you know. It was it was still very grounded. Yeah. But they just infused the, the supernatural and the fantasy elements in, in with it. And I thought that was really cool. So I think they did a very, very good job with it. Um, the characters were very endearing. Um Aquafina was great in the movie as well. She was she was a great as just a, a friend character uh, in the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I I was I was uh, very pleased uh, with Shang Chi, and I'm looking forward to seeing um, seeing him interact with the Avengers. Which you know, of course, we'll get into that. Um, we'll get into that later on. And of course, this is a spoiler review. Of course, I, I don't know if EJ yes. just mentioned that, but yeah, this is a spoiler review. <laughs> So we're going to get into all that <laughs> later on. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing him interact with uh, the Avengers and, and all that as well. Absolutely. What, what, what are your thoughts on this film, Kendall? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoyed this movie as well. Um, you know, I thought this was definitely a solid movie-going experience. Um, if I'm comparing it to, you know, the last bit of, you know, superhero movie that we've seen, you know, like, like you mentioned, the last four that we've seen during the pandemic – um or last three uh i think it, it's it's a cut above the the rest mm. um you know i think you know simu lu did, does a great job uh i think um you know the action like you guys mentioned uh is, is top notch um you know i feel like uh the the a lot of support characters that you don't really they don't really you don't really know much about them going into the movie. Um, they all held up, you know. I thought um, uh, uh, Jai Ling, his sister, did a really good job. I thought uh, Aquafina's character, Katie, did a really good job. I thought, you know, you mentioned uh, the Mandarin w- uh, was a very good character. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they 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 had I mean, they had a really a really great cast, um, great action. You know, I think it was a movie where I think there was some, they left some, some food on the table. You know, I think they left some meat on the bone where I think that it could have been a classic. Uh, and I think it fell short because of some decisions they made. But mm-hmm. um, but overall, I mean, it's a positive, you know, it's a, it's a, it was a successful movie. Um, and, you know, as we go forward, I, I, I hope we get to see more and I hope we learn more and we will certainly see more about, uh, of his character uh, because, again, Simulu did, did an excellent job. I think he did. Um, and I think that what I thought was important, I think, for a lot of people was, you know, how were they going to 
elevate Shang-Chi, um, a character who has been, let's be honest, a, a D-list Marvel character, um, with so many of the heavyweights kind of being sidelined. You know, Steve Rogers, Tony Stark. But at the very least, those two. We know, we know, Thor. I guess is still in the in the wing, still in the, still in the party. We know they got they moved on from uh, Black Widow for now, and maybe forever after all that's going on with Disney. How are they going to elevate Shang Chi? And that's going to be a very important note. I thought I thought having him up against the Ten Rings and against uh, Wen Wu was like a smart way to do that i mean it doesn't get much more epic than the mandarin in terms of like a, a con, you know a contemporary or excuse me a, a uh, an adversary so i think that that aspect worked in many ways and i think how they kind of elevated him with one just showing just how nasty he was as a as a as just a fighter i know he loses his sister when he doesn't want to fight her but when he's up against assassins in that bus scene, which the bus scene is crazy because, like, you know, that's probably the, the most we saw out of the trailers of the action, but it still was really great, like, to actually see it fully play out and how they shot it and things like that. I think there's so many things we didn't see from that scene that then played out in the movie. Um, but the bus scene and, and then the scene at the at the, uh, at the the illegal fights, um, a lot of really, really cool stuff and, and really kind of displaying just how much of a beast Shang-Chi is, and then by the end, when he's up against uh, Wan Wu, and they're battling, and when he gets some of those rings, and they're battling off, you know, in a battle of the rings, so to speak, it's, uh, to, to find out who can be the Lord of the Rings, it, it really ends up showing, oh, wow, this guy is no joke, and then, you know, it's Billy the Wheel Dragons, and it just, it just gets kind of wild in terms of his power ability, and I think by, by the end of the movie, there's no, there's no doubt in your mind that, no, this guy definitely is is at the level of the top tier you know marvel heroes you know this is not a guy who's you know uh you know or, you know not with lack of a term ant-man level you know or or hawkeye level like this is someone that's clearly a step above it was important to establish that in order to make people care and i think a lot of people care about him now yeah definitely um i mean i think this i think him as a as a hero like i said earlier i mean i'm, I'm now i want to see him interact um, with the Avengers, um, you know, like I mean, his his action, as you had mentioned as well, is is better than what I've seen from a lot of the Avengers already, even just based on this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I want to see him his fighting more. Like when they, when we have those Avengers fight scenes, I will want to zero win on his fight scenes because yeah. I know they're going to be extremely well done. Very well choreographed. And I feel like anybody that's doing, if there are any kind of uh, like team up movies or collaboration movies, people, anybody working with the Shang Chi character is going to have a lot of work on their hands. Like they can't, you know, flim flam oh, no. his action scenes for any movie that he may be part of. That he's exactly. a supporting character. If he is part of the Avengers and a future Avengers movie, they can't. Like the standard was set very high with what they did in this film. Yep. Yeah, it's not just going to be just beat him up. You know, just, <laughs> right. just throw punches. It's like no, this is going to be. Actual martial arts. Scott yeah. Bucks, uh, Shang-Chi. No, we will not be having a Scott Bucks, Shang-Chi. Hopefully, um, anytime soon. But yeah, I, I love uh, Shang-Chi as a character. I think he's a really cool character. You know, I mean, I think it was a great introduction. I think Simu Liu is extremely likable. Um, and, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's just, I think it's just going to be great seeing him interact with the rest of the Avengers. I mean, I have really nothing, nothing, nothing negative to say, honestly, about Simu's performance or Shang-Chi as a character. I think they, they nailed it. I, I think that, I think Marvel, I think this movie and Shang-Chi as a character would have been helped if they would have introduced him in something else prior. Um, you know, I feel like they were. I feel like in this movie, um, you know, he did. The, the question I have going forward with him is when you're comparing him to other characters in the MCU, particularly those original characters that we got the Iron Man's, Captain America's, Thor, uh, what is going to be his shtick? The Ten Rings, I think. It's got to be the Ten Rings. Yeah. Um, and, you know, look, I think this movie could have done a better job of explaining more about the Ten Rings. And I think we'll probably have to learn more as we go along. But I think from a personality standpoint, like, you knew what Thor was going to bring to the table with the Avengers. You knew what Iron Man was going to bring to the table. You knew Cap, what he was going to bring to the table. Right now, I think so much of this movie with his character was about the Mandarin. It was about him being the Mandarin's son uh, and him coming from that background. And so now you take that away. I would have made the decision. We'll get to this, I guess, later. But I would have made the decision to keep the Mandarin alive. But now that he's gone, what is going to be what is going to be his, his character compared to the rest of them? And we don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Um but that's my question. I think I think that's still that's still a little bit of a question for uh, for Marvel to sort of sort out. Well, I think that, that I think some of that is is being it kind of you see plays itself out a little bit in that scene with Ruffalo and with right with uh with with yeah. Carol at the end, where I think you know clearly uh, those ten rings um, are of interest, and and he's not going to kind of be in the fold with the rest of the, the Marvel universe. I, I mean, to me. Clearly, there's like you know, there's been I thought lot like when when we will see the Avengers and what's the Avengers part. I mean, to me, I think that the Ten Rings, you know, Shamar agrees, but like that's going to be kind of where he's his foundation is in terms of what he brings to the table. And I mean, and and to, in fairness to him, I mean, he the guy's an expert hand to hand combat person. You know, he'd be the best in the world. Like, there's no one better. You know, what I'm saying like I kind of feel like the characterization was was a lot of it was. Like, I think we're supposed to assume he's the most, like, he's the most relatable character yeah. that we've seen. That's at least... At least since Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, since Spider-Man. Even, probably even more so than Spider-Man, because I guess cause Spider-Man's a little younger. That's true. You know, he's more relatable for younger people, but, right. you know, Shang-Chi's like your your average millennial. I think that's supposed to be kind of his, yeah, his know, characterization. He's, yeah, he's kind of, you know, he kind of doesn't know what he's doing with his right. life. Right, that's, that's just the thing. He's yeah, he's a generic, right. yeah. whatever, you look up millennial in a dictionary, it's going to be a picture of Shang-Chi. Yeah. And so that's what's, that's what I think his characterization will, will have to be. Um, you know, I, I just wish that there was a little bit more connective tissue with the rest of the Marvel Universe in this movie. Um, you know, I think they wanted him to be uh, I think they wanted him to be separate from the rest, but and to yeah. kind of have his own lane, similar to Black Panther. But I think Black Panther was helped by him having already been in Civil War, so we we had already seen where he stands and with 
Captain America, where he yeah. stand, where Wakanda stand as this, you know, we saw him be the diplomat. Now we get to see what Wakanda is. In this movie, you really wouldn't know it's a Marvel movie other than, you know, I guess Abomination and Wong are in yeah. it. And there's a couple of lines about the blip. You know, and then the post credit scene, which I think in part is why they put that post credit scene was to kind of remind people, <laughs> like, oh, the yeah. Avengers are coming. You know, they kind of shoehorn that in. So that's going to be big going forward. Yeah, they, I mean, they haven't really, again, besides, I guess you could argue the post credit scene, they didn't really hint at where we're going to see him next or what well, his thing's going to be. Well, I think to me, in some ways, I think that it's reminiscent of, to me, Captain Marvel in that regard. I think Captain Marvel had some of this. Like, I don't necessarily feel as concerned about it as Kendall does, but to me, Captain Marvel had the same thing where it was, uh, you know, it was very much kind of separated from. I mean, MC. I mean, I guess you had I think, Shield. I, I think Captain Marvel was a lot about setting up her inclusion in, in Infinity War and, and stuff like that. Like, yeah, well, she wasn't know, in Infinity War, but, but in, yeah, yeah, Endgame. yeah, in Endgame rather. Where it was like, you know, you had, like you said, the S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Nick Fury stuff and all this stuff with the Kree and Scrolls, And, you know, a lot of it, you know, this idea that she was the first Avenger, quote unquote, of, you know, and that was her nickname. Like, and the Tesseract obviously played a factor as well. Um, it, that movie was almost like, it, it kind of reminded me of Iron Man 2 in that regard. That it was, a lot of it was about shoehorning in these MCU things. Whereas this movie... Again, it was it, it stood alone really well by itself. Um, well, I, I toss this down. I mean, do you think that these? Do you think that that should have been more of a responsibility by uh, Feige and um, and and the director here to uh, uh, Creighton to 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 do that? I mean, I kind of feel like when you have someone that's so new and so out there, and you're really truly bringing them into the fold. I kind of like the idea that, like, we're not, like, so, like, hell-bent on just, like, throwing in these MCU things. And, again, there were MCU things in this film. You mentioned, uh, you know, the, I think a lot of it's centered around those fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even beyond just the Abomination and Wong, there was, like, a widow that was fighting in there. Right, there was, right. a, a guy from the uh, from the experiments of the, uh, uh, the extremist experiments from mm-hmm. Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. And then you also had Trevor. I mean, Trevor is, is a, is a That's Marvel one, yeah character who's who's who was all talking about all the deals that happened with you know killian and and having iron man 3 and dealing with tony stark and now this is where he's at after dealing with wen woo so i mean i think there are elements there but shamar do you think that they they there should have been more do you think that do you think this is even the 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 avenue to do that because i would argue that a solo movie sometimes you can kind of get distracted by those other elements by trying to say okay how are we gonna in, incorporate all these Marvel things so people know it's a Marvel movie. I think sometimes that could be a crutch. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't have any issue with with how they did this um, in this movie. I mean, I understand that it, it can be, you know, you just you want to know because it can be hard to, to picture it. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't need that picture right this second. And I, and I was okay with what they did with the post-credits. You know, because the post-credits, they go into that a little bit in terms of, you know, his interaction with Wong and I guess you know of course Carol and and um, um, Banner and Banner yeah and um, so yeah I mean I, I'm 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 comfortable just with that that's sufficient for yeah. me I, I don't really need any I more, agree that's how I feel this when it comes of like plot points and, and things that you thought really worked um, 
what were some things that you thought really worked in terms of how this plot ended up coming together? You know, I mean, some things that, that really worked in this movie for me were, um, again, I thought the, it's something I, look, it's something I mentioned, you know, going into this movie quite a bit, quite a bit, but, you know, there are a lot of similarities to Avatar with, with mm. the Prince Zuko character and, you know, o- Fire Lord Ozai and Azula, and that's kind of what we got in this movie with the sister. It's a little different because the sister wasn't, like, evil like Azula is in Avatar, but, you know, there are a lot of similarities there, and, I, you know, I mean, that's a great story, you know? So, you know, that that, that if that is an inspiration or even if it's just ironic and, and coincidental, um, I think it worked. Um, I thought her character uh, was really good. Um, I... I thought the, the I thought the stuff with um the the 10 rings was 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 mostly good in terms of the organization. Yeah. Uh you know, I agree that that you know, the history of of the Wenwu character and the Mandarin, I mean Tony Luong did an excellent job uh with his character. Um you know, I you know, I I could have seen more, you know. Um if they wanted to devote more time to that backstory, that would have been cool, but um but yeah, no, I, I, I think a lot of a lot. I mean, it was just a lot of great. There were a lot of great characters, a lot of great um, interactions between those characters, um, and all. And, and then ultimately, I thought that the uh, the the first the first I would say hour of the movie, the first two two and a half, or maybe the first act and a half, you know, really set up what I, uh, that really set up that whole universe really well mm-hmm. what are you trying because the plot points um, that you thought really worked for this for this uh, there's a lot that really worked not a whole lot that didn't work mm-hmm. um, I think the action worked very well all the action worked very well it was extremely extremely well done um, of course the VFX I, I thought as well um, uh, so the action the characters were all great. There weren't. There really weren't any characters that I didn't like or thought, "eh, why are they here?" So the characters were great. Um, the the villain of the movie was fantastic. Um, you know, I think this uh, Wen Wu. You know, the, I guess the quote unquote the, Mar- the Mandarin. Um, you know that we have in the, in this world. He's definitely one of the best, if not the best, like solo villain, like solo movie villain that we've gotten. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I agree. Think- Hands down. I'm surprised we weren't hearing more about him from I'm the reactions. From just from the initial reactions, everyone's saying, Oh, such a great movie, Simulu's great. I'm like, yo, talk about this guy. I mean his monologue He's fantastic. His monologue delivering about like what happened with like you know, the death of of his you know, his wife and, and Yeah. I like just like I mean, just chilling. Yeah, chilling. And then and then talk about that intro scene with him taking out the that whole army by himself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talk, I mean, talk about setting up a villain, setting right. up, a, setting up a conflict. I, I would have loved it. Would going back, not going back to the whole thing about Marvel, but I would have loved if they would have like used that intro to maybe show him with like some other Marvel entity that we that we know of. Because um, like, who could you show? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's Wakandans. About. I don't know if it's. They, there are certain things that they don't that they know they're going to do that they just won't do now. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. they got to be order of operations, but. You know, it's not going to do anything with mutants or anything like that. But, right, yeah. um, but that, but overall, I agree that yeah, his character um, was great. 
I I also feel like, by the way, real quick, I know I just feel like he is also the kind of character that because, you know, in some ways he kind of feels like you know the Marvel version of Vandal Savage. I mean, he, yeah, like, like you could you could show a lot of past stories and have him show up. Like he right. like he's like someone I know he's you know dead now right. quote unquote and I mean they 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 killed him off pretty considerably but um it, but who's to say that that we don't see him in other things and I also would not be surprised they that's what I that's what I strong. hope because I I feel like they kind of set him up a little too he was a little too like shadowy um and that was you know for on, on some level that was by design mm-hmm. um. But I, I would have, I would have liked for him to be a little bit more of a, of a presence that we, that we've known about. Not saying that you know, obviously they come up with the story. They came up with the story recently. Yeah. You know, like, you know, Kevin Feige put out all the stuff about, oh, we've been setting the Ten Rings up since Iron Man One. You guys weren't paying attention. It's like I didn't see anything. Yeah, that, clearly, that you, know, that. you know, they just <laughs> <laughs> wrote some stuff in there like, no, that that never happened. But, um, but I, I, I would have liked for. For there to be that that tie-in of his character having been around, mm-hmm. um, but I the only thing I didn't like about the Mandarin was I thought the the last actor so I thought um, I wasn't a huge fan of the stuff with the with the dragon and him losing it and you know uh, there, there was yes you know I thought that there there was a there was a good story there about you know. There was a little bit of delusion because of the grief he was going through. Yeah. Um, and, Marvel, by the way, has done a very good job dealing with grief. Right. Um, between Wanda, uh, between um, who else did we just see recently? Uh, oh well, we got the you know Sophie. Doctor Strange, what if? Doctor Strange, what if was a uh, was good. Um, yeah, they they've 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 they bodied the grief stuff really well recently. Right. Um. I the the I guess my question would be why why was his character why why was it his character that was being affected by it I, I they would say it's because ten rings he had the rings and right. you know the I guess the dragon knew that he had the rings yeah it's um, funny you say that because I uh, shout out to Billy Torres who's a you know friend of the podcast of course he's a co-host on the uh, on the um um the okay. Throne Tales podcast. He kind of also was confused by that. My, my other friends who were all there, shout out to all of them, you know, James, uh, James Holly, Martin Torres. You know, we all kind of thought the same thing was that, you know, we thought it was pretty clear that, you know, because the 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 demon, so to speak, and the, the evil things behind the wall knew that the rings could unleash them. They were somehow able to communicate to him through them. And they did it through deception. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fine to me, but right. I mean, from a you're not, story... You're not, you're the second person that I right. think thinks that that was a little off. Yeah, it it was just very it was very it was very specific um, that they were targeting him. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it, they, because of the way they did it, they wanted it to be sort of, you know, sort. They wanted it to be left out in the open, and um, there was this. There was initially there was this idea that oh maybe she's still alive. Maybe the mom is actually still alive. Didn't the sister say early in the movie? Oh no, she's still out there. Didn't she think that she was still alive at one point? I don't know. I feel like there was a line there. That, do you? I, I don't remember that. Okay, I yeah, that. maybe I heard that incorrectly. But um, I, I feel like there was there was this, there was this initial thing that oh maybe she's still alive because he's saying oh you know and then 
then they show what happens and you realize, oh no, he's just he, he lost it. He's, yeah, he's going nuts. Um, I think at that point, that's when it started to fall apart for me. Um, there's a little bit, there's a little bit like like the Drakeoff thing where Drakeoff was really good. Um, up until you know the, the all the stuff with Taskmaster was sort of unveiled and you were kind of like, eh. so you know, I thought he was a good villain. Um, yeah, uh, you know, in it, I, I would have kept him alive. I think that was a huge mistake. But it's Marvel. That's what they they have. They consistently, for whatever reason, decide that their villains aren't. They don't need to be kept alive for whatever reason. And it's a huge issue. Yeah, Red I Skull. mean, Red Skull. They brought him back somehow, but like Red Skull, Killmonger. Killmonger. You know, we when, had now Wen Wu. Oh uh, yeah, now we have Wen Wu. You had uh what's the guy uh andy circus claw ulysses claw, claw. claw yeah like they i mean there there are you can count on you know two hands the amount of villains that they've killed off rather than kept alive yeah, it's like it's like they're trying to do the opposite of what the comics do right they're, right. they're trying to be like pushy or, 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 or uh, edgy right trying to be like oh no our villains die and it's like i mean mysterio they don't all mysterio. have to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah vulture was one of the few that they kept alive yeah you know and and, and zemo but to me, and it's like I think they only do it if they have a clear plan for them. They're like, oh, you know, Zemo, we we've got plans for yeah. Zemo and uh, Baron Mordo. Yeah, Mordo. Well, I mean, he wasn't, well, he wasn't a villain. Really a yeah, villain. he wasn't a villain. He will be a villain. Maybe, 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 maybe this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, this movie. I think to me, what happened in terms of writing, it seems to me that the purpose was okay. We need to get Shang Chi powerful enough. So that he makes sense standing next to the Avengers. How do we do that? Okay, his own abilities, as strong as they are, may not stand up to like the Avengers. So what else do we do? Ah, uh, you could argue we could get Hawkeye's an Avengers. So I don't think that was that big a deal. Right, but, Falcon. But they yeah, Falcon. <laughs> but they want to put him at a higher level. Clearly, that's what they've decided. So like, how do you do that? Okay, and they say they somehow decide that the Ten Rings was going to be their method to do that. And okay, well, how do you do that? The, the, like. He has to take the ten rings from somebody who owns them, and that will be Wen Wu, aka the Mandarin. Though he doesn't refer to himself as the Mandarin, um, you know, it, what is Wen Wu without the ten rings? Uh, it's a good question. I uh, maybe maybe for them they didn't see much there. Right. So if you're taking them away from, uh, if you're taking them away from Wen Wu, maybe they felt like it was important to kind of really close that chapter and close that book and move forward. At the very least, for now. Um, and move just move forward with him holding those ten rings because he's the guy that's going to wield them from now on. Right? Is it the right move? Uh, I don't know. I, I I kind of agree with you guys. I don't think it was necessary. I think you totally could have had him wield ten rings, but kept Wenwu around. And if Wenwu somehow gets them back and he right. becomes another, or he threat. was imprisoned, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I do, you just, th- do you think he could still be back? I mean, could this be like a... That's uh, the other thing, too. I, I, I tend to like think a, that he could. Like Voldemort I mean, this... I mean, they clearly... They clearly... They, like, to me, like, there's a lot of mysticism involved with Talo and kind of everything around the world of Chang chi yeah, especially, especially the Talo side. The guy's been around for a thousand years. He, he didn't find a way to to keep his spirit around somehow. Yeah, I, I think that there's... I think that there is a chance he will be back. I know he's, he's quote-unquote dead now, but I think that of all the dead people we've seen, I think there's the best chance that he may actually somehow return. Absolutely. I agree. You agree with that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. He's been around for a thousand years. I mean, that's, he's already lived so many lifetimes. It's hard to tell, it's hard to tell a story of a guy who's been around for a thousand years, but then we're going to kill him right now. 
Yeah, we're like, we just him. met him. That's why they. <laughs> I don't know like, what he's doing. It's like we know the ancient one. I guess I guess is able to find ways to speak beyond from beyond right. the grave. And this guy's been alive longer than she has. Right. So I mean I don't know. I'm just, I think it's those rings, man. And now that he doesn't have the rings, I think he's he's mortal. You know. I don't know. He seemed like a smart guy. If he, I, he could figure something <laughs> out. He's been around for so long. I mean, with half of them rings, he still was formidable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really wish they wouldn't have shown us him fighting, them fighting each other with the rings in the trailer. But they wouldn't have shown us anything. That's the that problem. The it's a tough movie I mean, to they, sell. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they withheld a lot. In they, it's, a, it's a tough movie to sell without showing stuff. Yeah. Um, I would, kinda, they I'm shouldn't have shown us the, the 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 abomination Wong thing. They should have. We gotta talk about movie. that, by the way. Uh, they shouldn't have shown him fighting with the rings. It was, I mean, look, they telegraphed it with you know even the suit. Like his suit has is more like the Mandarin suit, where it was, you know no the sleeves, you know the sleeveless rather in his suits. I mean, his sister's suit is is long sleeve, and I'm like, oh, I guess he's getting the rings then, all right, and. You know, so he telegraphed and stuff, but still, I would have, I would have liked to have not seen him with the with the rings because we, I mean, when you're fighting, when they're fighting each other, I mean, he's fighting Mandarin without the ring. Yeah, oh, and he's, so he's I, getting worse. By yeah, and so I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for him. All right, so when is he gonna actually get the ring? At first, I thought he was gonna get his own pair of rings. I'm like, there are another set of rings out there. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh no, he's just he just gets his. Um, but yeah, but yeah, if we want to talk about abomination, yeah, I mean, I think mean, that was you know that was the, the the moment in the movie that really raised many eyebrows when we saw it in the trailer that somehow abomination and Wong were going to be in this film and they were going to be fighting in some cage fight. We see this scene take place. Uh, abomination is kind of working Wong. Wong looks like he's kind of struggling a little bit with him, and at the end, at the point, at a certain point in the fight, Wong was like, you know, you know. You know, so there's a guy teach you a lesson of how you're doing the fighting or whatever. And he uses his, uh, you know, um, his, the I guess, portals. yeah, the portal, the, his portals to actually have Abomination punch himself in the face and knocks himself out. And Wong wins the fight, which is great because, like, you know, during the whole trail, it's like Abomination is, again, working Wong. But Wong ends up uh, winning this fight in this, uh, in these uh, cage fights that we now know being run by Shang-Chi's sister, uh, Z Lang. But... As they're uh, leaving in the portal, you see it looks like uh, Abomination is being taken back to Wong by Wong to some facility where there looks like there's a holding cell there. And Wong kind of makes a comment about, you know, I've been telling you about how you got to watch, you know, how you're swinging those punches. And then the portal closes and that's it. And that's we don't know. That's all we know about what happened. That was clearly not some random fight where it was, you know, oh, like Wong just is doing this on his spare time and. Abomination happens to be free, and they just scrapping. I mean, this was like an organized sparring session, essentially. What do you think that was? What is going on with that? Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I don't have any theories. Um, it's very uh, well. I mean, I like, I enjoyed watching the fight. I'm glad we're getting Abomination. One thing I would like to say about Abomination is why is Abomination just this kind of just this this you know mindless goon um i mean in 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 incredible hulk he was he was intelligent um so that's the abomination i was hoping to get <laughs> he was just like Ugh. i'm like wow they're making him like grunt, like grundy now you know so that. so i i didn't like that because i i liked the incredible hulk yeah tim yeah. roth did as, as a movie excellent job tim roth did an excellent job 
as him and as Abomination. The Abomination in that show, he was smart. He was very menacing. I was like, oh, my God, you know. In this one, he's just an oaf. Right. And that was supposed to be like the, in that movie, that was supposed to be like the juxtaposition was the Hulk was was that Right. Crazy, Hulk you know was the crazy one, and Abomination was just Hulk. Was like an just, assassin. But, like an assassin. <laughs> yeah, as a, like a soldier. Yeah, right. yeah So exactly. it was supposed to be crazy, but, so I don't know. I, I'm not the biggest fan of that. So I hope that they get back to the intelligent abomination. Right. Hopefully too, that was just a short. Was yeah, I, I to me, yeah, and that's funny you say it because to me, I didn't think of him as being like extra bumbly or whatever. I just thought like to me, he didn't have that much to say during the fight, so I just took it as him just fighting and he's just trying yeah. to win. And I mean, Wong was like saying like he was like almost like having like a dialogue, he, like right. he was saying sentences to him, and Obama was just like, yeah. I'm just like, right. sheesh. Though I guess right. it does suggest that the, that the fact that Juan was talking to him like that, I guess, does suggest that he he knows he understands him, right? So it's like yeah, nobody, the, the other nobody, nobody's talking to Hulk like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, just exactly. trying to Hold on for your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other abomination in the joint, you he was like very talkative. Right, right. He was like the main one talking Some to Hulk. Smack, yeah. Right, exactly. It's a fair point. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, hopefully, hopefully you're right, EJ. Hopefully, you know, there there there's gonna be some. He's gonna be like somewhat intelligent, but um. But I, I enjoyed the fight. It's very, it's very interesting that they fight like that. I mean, the only thing I can really think of is if, as if this is in, in maybe they have some kind of, some kind of group, some kind of thing, some kind of like uh, kind of suicide squad. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, literally, almost. Yeah, they got some kind of maybe some villains to take some villains and maybe some kind of reform group or maybe try to trying to train them or train them up or something yeah, like that. That sounds the ones that, that are still alive. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, ones that are left. <laughs> It does sound like kind of like a a group that we know of that Shamari is describing. Uh, with a certain uh, Thunderbolt. A certain yeah, with, Thunderbolt. A certain, with a certain general leading the charge. General Ross. <laughs> um, it's interesting now, what because is, what does Wong have to do with that group? That's that was what's interesting. <laughs> that's, what's interesting. <laughs> that's, that's the issue. So what's interesting about what Marvel has been doing is they seem to be obviously they seem to be setting up some sort of uh, team with with with. Julia Louis Dreyfus, Valentina, uh, Contessa Dave Fontaine, mm-hmm. you know, and on the flip side, there has been long, you know, it's been long speculated that they could do the Thunderbolts as well. And we have now a fairly deeper roster of villains than we used to. Um, is there a chance that they do both? What, what we saw there, and considering it's Emil Blonsky's character, would suggest maybe that it would be more associated with the Thunderbolts than than whatever Dark Avengers team that uh, that Dave Fontaine is is, is creating. Um, are they the same? You know, is mm-hmm. is is it not Thunderbolt Ross? Is Wong working with Val? That would be kind of weird because we don't know any. We have no reason to believe that they know each other. But as we saw in Black Widow, you know, they're just doing the Val stuff, and you know, it's kind of like it's been happening. You know, like she knew. Um, Florence Pugh's character, Elena, you know, yeah. for it seems like for a while now. And in so. fact, it, it seems like they've already been working together because, you, yeah, know, exactly. you know, uh, Florence Pugh's character, Elena, is like, you know, this is must be my off time. Right, yeah, exactly. So yeah. So yeah. Some work being done already. Yeah, so, so you know, the wheels might be in motion, and the, those wheels may have in, may involve Wong. Um, we know that if they are doing the Dark Avengers, um, we have a, uh, we have a Captain America, we have a Black Widow, uh, we could be getting a Hawkeye pretty soon after Hawkeye comes out, and uh, we, I mean, Abomination could be the Hulk. So that would be my that would be my first guess 
would be the Dark Avengers with Val. Um, they haven't done anything with Thunderbolt Ross to suggest that Thunderbolt Ross is going to be involved in any sort of Thunderbolts. Um, but he's also been around. You know, William Hurt has been around quite a bit, so it also that also wouldn't wouldn't uh, completely shock me. Um, but yeah, this is quite the twist because we all thought that Blonsky would be a villain at least initially, and he, he's I mean I guess he's still doesn't look like he's a good guy, but you know <laughs> he's, like he's going right back to a cell. <laughs> yeah exactly. But um, he seems like he's he may be on, on the reformed uh, on a reformed path. Um. Oh, one thing I will say yeah. is that they they it's interesting because remember the the initial the initial word about this movie long ago is that it was going to be a Mortal Kombat ripoff, uh, and that this the, the the tournament aspect of it was going to have all these different characters. I feel like this is what that was supposed to be, um, mm-hmm. and either somebody got their their things mixed up or they decided to switch at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't trust all the Reddit scoops. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I feel like we would have. I, I feel like I would have liked to have seen more characters, um, or again, or or they would have just not shown me this. If they would have just not shown me this in the trailers, uh, I would have felt better about it. But yeah, it was a little disappointing that we really didn't get. Besides, again, just random. You know, it felt like something from an X Men movie. Just random, random mutants in the background just doing stuff. Hmm. You know, besides <laughs> that, you know, it was it was just the two that we saw in the trailer. You know? Yeah, I mean, and, and I think in some ways, like, it, it goes back to that decision: do you show it in the trailer, or do you not? Because I think you know that's still a lot to you know that's that's a that's still a big reveal. Yeah, I mean, the twist. Yeah, I mean, twist. nobody was expecting Wong and the Abomination to be in a Shang Chi movie, so for them to be there is still a big deal. A lot of these movies, there aren't any other Marvel characters showing up, like Black like Black Panther. There aren't any other Marvel characters just randomly showing up. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man. There aren't any other Marvel f- characters showing up. Captain, uh, uh, you know, Captain Marvel. You know they, but like, you know, even they, like they, they had Ronan. Ant Man like, didn't show Falcon. No, that's a post credit scene. Well, not Falcon no. in the movie. No, that was He's, that wasn't Falcon. a regular movie. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was just that was just a scene in the movie. Yeah, when Falcon shows up. Yeah, when Falcon when he goes to the the base or whatever. Yeah, and he has to fight. Falcon. And, I, and I guess that's fair to say that you know I mean I don't think they could have because that would have been spoilers. But but that's fair fair to say that's right. a good point. And this I mean if this if we would have saw this, you know, and they, that we could have looked at that and said that this would have been spoilers. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think to me I think the reason why I was fine with it because there was to me there was a, a actual there was still a twist twist yeah. right in that I didn't think at all this was some kind of sparring session that they were doing. In that you know, you know, Wong is giving you know, abomination right. advice on his fighting skills when it's like, right. what are you teaching him? Yeah, assume, we assume that abomination might have been on the loose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah, know, and they were just, yeah, somehow Wong got roped into this, and yeah. he's doing this. Maybe he got lost, or who knows what's wrong with him? And he's fighting this guy. I mean, it's totally different than how I thought it was, and I think that's what Marvel was thinking. I think that was the process Creighton probably dealt with in terms of uh, coming to that decision to include that. It was definitely one of the important notes of the movie and it does kind of add more context to that like uh though that post credit scene where Wong is the one who approaches them and 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 basically uh you know Wong, uh he approaches Shang and Katie to you know get some 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 stuff on the uh on the 10 rings also why do you think uh Wong included Katie in that in that conversation with Carol and Bruce that's what that, that my friends asked that question as well. Well, I, what I think is going, what I think is happening. I told Shamari this after the movie. Is I think that 
clearly, I think Marvel. First of all, Aquafina, we mentioned it. She hit the she hit the ball out of the park, and she's a, a home big runner. star. Yeah, and she's a big star right. as well. Um, but I think she did an she did such an excellent job that you know, I feel like they want to include her with his character more. You know, yeah. like that may may or may not have been the plan from from jump, but if it wasn't, they decided to make it the plan because the chemistry is there. Um, she did a great job. And and again, she she along with Shang Chi also fits that that millennial character. So, you know that that helps with that chemistry with the, with those two with those two actors. So, um, if it it, it 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 and that was something that they wrote into the into the stories that yeah I've been on by your side since you've come to America. You know right. I've been we've been attached to the hip. So I think that that's mm-hmm. that'll be like the gimmick going forward. You know, yeah. uh, even though yeah. she doesn't have any superpowers right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree, and like you, like you said, Kendall, she she knocked it out of the park. She she did a fantastic. Practically job. speaking, there, yes, there is no reason why she had it. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Practically speaking, yeah, there's no. There's <laughs> I mean, no you don't think that there's something more to her character potentially that maybe we'll learn. Actually, you know, she's somebody else. Like, but finally, she's adopted, and she's actually some other character that. She, <laughs> oh, if it is, that would be something they wrote. That's, that's a little cartoony, <laughs> right? I, I, I wouldn't like that. Like the Ten Rings, you know, we find out oh, actually the Ten actually, Rings. Where these these guys? Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. They'd be like, "Oh, really?" There was nothing yeah, to suggest a bunch that. Of ninjas and razor fists. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, "There's nothing to no, nothing to believe me to believe that you just came out with this five minutes ago." So yeah, no. I mean, I, I think that I think that was just you know, she did a great job, and and um, you know, it makes sense to include her in any future projects. And she did. I mean, she did fight in that conflict. So yeah. I, at first I was thinking maybe maybe they saw how good she did and she did kind of land the killing blow to that that whatever that monster was. Right. So maybe they saw that and were like, oh yes, she did a good job too. So I, then another part it of me is like, how did they know that? You know, I don't think they knew that. Either. I, I yeah. I'm like, did they know that? So no, I, I don't really think there is any reason. Yeah, because I'm like, if you if you're recruiting anybody, I think I'm recruiting. Uh, you know, Z Ling. Yeah, right? right. You know, some of the other people that were there fighting. His, his aunt, you yeah, know, somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got some spots yeah. in the squad. <laughs> you know, yeah. we, you know, we, we use them so, some reserves right now. We've talked about that post credits he needed, and I mentioned it to you, but I'll mention it on the, on the show. I was, when, I, I audibly gasped when I first saw that post credits he needed. When it initially hit, and you see where they're going, and you see. Banner and you see Captain Marvel because yeah. I thought we were doing the Illuminati, man. Yeah. I was like, this is this is, the, is this to be because again, Wong, Wong, and, and, and I see Banner and you see Captain. This is a random, it's a really yeah, random, it's a group. random group. And I think right. in hindsight, it's intentionally random just because there aren't many Avengers out there. Yeah. Um, you know, especially Avengers that would be dealing with anything involving the Ten Rings. You can start showing Anthony Mackie now, right? Exactly. Like Mackie would. I mean, he is kind of the face of the Avengers at this point, but like. He wouldn't know anything about the Ten Rings, so why would you why would you show Mackie? Yeah. Um, so that's what they were going for, but that would have been an excellent opportunity. If they wanted to debut some sort of Illuminati, that would have been great. I think the only thing about debuting an Illuminati is, like, nobody's supposed to know who they are. So, like, why would Shang be introduced to an Illuminati? Like, I thought that that was... Unless they're inviting him That's to what I thought they were doing. Oh, okay. I thought they were saying, like, all right, look, you've got these joints. Like, the Mandarin has been around for 10th that you're immortal. So like yeah, you got these. Yeah, you can be on the part of the group. Like Captain Marvel, <laughs> put him down. I thought Banner was kind of weird, but Banner's a genius. So right. I was like, that makes sense. And then Wong, you know, it was like Doctor Strange being a part of it. Yeah, and uh, maybe and maybe Doctor Strange would be maybe Wong's also in it. Right, well. exactly. Yeah. So that 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 would have been awesome, but you know, you don't think that that's happening though. That's not. I don't think that's what they were. Yeah, I don't, I don't think and look, it, it would have been. 
you know, premature in the sense that we don't have a, an Xavier, we don't have a Reed Richards. Yeah. You know, I was like, do we even we have, have a, a Black Bolt? But like, I mean, do we even have an Avengers team? Like, we need. We I think need that, a, I mean, that's Avengers. Yeah, I think that. I, that, I think that's that, why that, I think that, that was. I think that this. No, is, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's, this that's is the why beginning. That's why I didn't think that was the Illuminati. Yeah, I think this is the beginning of the new Avengers. Yeah, I, I think, and that may be the next title, the next movie, but I think, yeah, I think those three will be on the team with maybe Doctor Strange, and I guess Wong is some sort of a liaison for them. Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe their, maybe their base will be the Sanctum. I don't know, but, yeah. um. I think that that's that's him being now a part of the new Avengers. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, especially because you see how like, you know, even in that Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer, just how like comfortable, uh, you know, Doctor Strange is, and he's like, oh yeah, of course you, you're welcome here. Like we help right. save the world, you know. Yeah. Like he seems to be kind of in his bag a little bit. Right. So it would make sense that he would be like, all right, Tony Stark's gone. Like I'm the man who needs to lead the Avengers. Right. Yeah, he kind of is like the new Tony Stark on that role. Yeah. Yeah. And so I could see I could see him taking that role and having Wong kind of again be his liaison to that. Uh, I enjoyed Carol and Bruce being in there in their dynamic and yeah, Carol being this like very like flaky <laughs> right, Avengers right. member. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I like I like that aspect too. I thought that made sense. Some um, people are wondering: are was there any sort of hint for their characters? I don't think so. I mean, besides the fact that look, Banner isn't. Green, he's not the Hulk anymore. You see, yeah, Banner's all yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, he's yeah. he's not not you know. smart Hulk anymore. He's, he's not yeah. smart Hulk. And maybe he can turn the smart Hulk, but yeah. he's not. But also, we see his arm still messed up. Yeah, the arm is still messed up, which yeah. isn't a shock. But did y'all see check uh, Captain Marvel's new suit? Did she have a new suit? I don't her, know if her, it was her a suit, new suit. Her suit was looking dope. I, I thought I saw that suit. I was like, woof. Was that a new suit? I didn't, I didn't think it was new. Really? Yeah, it might just be, I thought it it might it was just a, be a dope suit. It's, thought, it is a dope suit. To be it is. She, has a great she does have a dope suit. But her hair, her hair was longer different. than it was her hair, last time. Yeah, she went back her, to the long Her hair was certainly longer. And I thought the suit looked new, too. I could be wrong. You could look it up. Yeah, I don't know if Kendall, like, I don't know if Kendall, yeah. I don't know if pulled up. But I thought her suit, I thought I was like, that's a new suit. Yeah. I, I, I could be off, but. Yeah, I thought it was the same, but I thought that she was definitely rocking longer. Carol was definitely rocking longer hair. I really dug again just to look overall but i didn't i didn't think there's anything new about it per se uh what do we make of uh trevor and 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 his fantastic him and, and his his uh him leading the quest him and his guy uh norris morris, morris yeah and, and them leading them to talo and then what we thought of talo you say Jamar, you really enjoyed trevor. oh yeah oh it was such a joy yeah. such a joy big big um and I was in the camp that was going to be like, that's going to be kind of awkward. Um, a little weird. That, yeah, he but, that he was back. Yeah. But but it was it was so funny. They did that. They executed that so well. Shout out to the writers, the director. It was, <laughs> it was extremely well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was grinning ear to ear seemingly the entire time because he was just so ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought they executed that thing, uh, wonderfully. You know, and he was such a joke, but he was a joke the other time. But this time it was like, we have a Mandarin. So it's not, it's not, it's just, it's just, he's just continuing to be the joke character that he always was. But this time he's even funnier than he was. So yeah, it it was fantastic. I thought, I thought it worked wonderfully. What are you going to? Um, I, I, I thought it was, it was good comic relief. Um, you know, it, it, it does. It doesn't bring back, 
you know, I think I think with Marvel, you know, feeling themselves a little too much on the whole, on that thing, on that movie, like going back to the movie at all, is not you're always going to be bring bring about positive feelings. Do you feel like though it was like the elephant in the room they had to do something with when you bring right back the Mandarin and the Ten Rings? Like, how do you not? You're right. You have to. You all? have to reference it. You have to. Yeah. You have to 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 stare it right in the face. Yeah. Um, but I thought that they, and look, I agree, but I thought Ben Kingsley did an excellent job. He's, he's really a, good. He's a great actor. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just felt that the only, the only problem, I guess, is just that, like, you know, you're reminding us of, you're, you're, you're not only are you reminding us, but you're, you're putting it in our face. That, remember when we did this, this terrible twist? This, this terrible bit that, that, that we thought was going to be hilarious, but was actually. Right. Not funny at all. Yeah. Um, so I look, it works better in this movie. So I'll give him that credit. You know, what for what didn't work in the in, in Iron Man three worked in this one. Like Shamari said, it helps that we actually had a, an actual villain that wasn't Aldrich Killian. Um, but yeah, yeah. Overall, I would say I was mostly thumbs up. But you know, can't, I can't give it a full mm-hmm. a full two thumbs up when it, we're referencing Iron Man three. Yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, I, I I understand. Like, I think I was a little surprised at just like how much he was in the movie. Like I thought, like I thought, he kind of had to be in it. So when the word was getting out right before the movie came out that he is in it, it made sense. I was like, yeah, he kind of has to be. You can't reference again the Mandarin and Ten Rings and have these people return and not show the guy who was appropriating him. And I thought they wrote it in pretty well in terms of why he's ever still around and what he's been doing all this time. I do feel like there is a and and again like you said like he he's really good so he he like he's a he was great comic relief it was kind of good to have him around but like i was surprised at how much he was in the movie i think they made it work i probably wouldn't have had him in there that long because so much of the movie was so serious and i think that he took some of the teeth away from it it's okay cuz you know the movie didn't have to be as dark as it was it was a pretty dark film i mean you know you know this guy you know finds his one true hope and actually you're trying to reform and then his wife who and, can't go back to their mis- mystical land is murdered by a gang Chinese <laughs> gang you, I mean it's pretty dark movie, you say so it's it needed dark. it probably needed some stuff and I, but I kind of I kind of didn't need like that common relief though it was not it was nothing like obviously the common relief we got from Iron Man 3 which was definitely just unnecessary yeah. this was definitely more needed and right. fit much better but like I didn't I didn't per se per se need it per se and Iron Man 3 it, like it flipped the tone of the movie yeah, like, exactly. Like, like the movie, well, that movie also started out dark until the, the twist, and then right. it was like it was a joke. Um, speaking of the movie being dark, I will say that I thought, look, all the flashbacks, all the stuff was great. Um, you know, I thought, I thought that look, the, the Ten Rings, obviously, there was a little bit of the, the the Foot Clan from the from the Ninja Turtles or the Hand from from Daredevil. Where they were, you know, the League of Shadows or League of Assassins. Where look, definitely were, League of Assassins feel right. with the compound and right, this they, mystical, right. this place where nobody can get to. Is right. very Nanda part bet. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and, and it got hurt. It, it, those those types of institutions in comic book media get hurt by, you know, not being able to beat the hero, and so they look goofy. Like you have this group of assassins, trained assassins that. Get just they look like stormtroopers, you know. And the stormtroopers also fit that group, but like, so you, they definitely dealt with that issue. But one thing I'll say is that the all the while all the flashbacks were great, I the one that we missed 
first, I didn't think they were going to show us what happened to the mom, which I was going to be like, that's a huge omission. But then eventually it got to it at the end. Yeah. And I kind of like that it kind of uh, it builds the sorrow of this right, story. Right. I thought they actually yeah, I thought they did well. a great they job with that. To show yeah, they later. could have started at the end, I mean, at the beginning, but, you know, they, they, they went that, th- that route and it worked. The one that we were missing is what what happened with Shang Chi and the and the mom's killer? Uh, that yeah. they may have felt that that would have been a little too dark, you know. That may have pushed it. I, I mean, you know, I don't know. I feel like, me I feel you, like that's something we that needed later. to have seen. I also feel like me, you've had this conversation. I forgot what show or movie it was, but there was something else similar where I think we were having conversations: is is showing it enough, or is or the, the portrayal enough. of Oh, them explaining what happened. It was a. Uh, it was um. It was Elijah. It was a uh, Elijah Bradley. Uh, right, right. Oh, not uh, uh, Isaiah, Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. And right. it was like, is is the the strength of the performance enough right. to kind of let you know what happened? Flashbacks. Yeah. And I could. I would argue that I felt like I felt like we didn't need it for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think I would more lean that you may be right that maybe they could have showed us that though it would have been really dark obviously yeah um and this is a character that's so likable and so enjoyable i think there is something to be said about like just this idea that like this kid could be you know in the just darkest of dark places in regards to just like the brutality the uh the the the, just the how cold it was and how he was treated and how he was raised by his father and still be like the the generally great guy he was he became you know it, he had to get away but there is i think there's a story in there of like you know redemption and a story there of like you know you're not just how you were raised because for a lot of people you know it's not an excuse because some people just live up in bad places and they can't escape their uh their surroundings or escape their environment but I think it was like an important story to show that you're not just how you're raised, not just who your parents are, who your family is, that you can grow to be something new. And this is a guy who, through that time running away, like did become a really great person. You know, he maybe he wasn't becoming anything on some regards to anything, you know, as far as making money or being, you know, doing something special, but he just seemed to be a really good person in society. And considering what he came from and we now know he came from really literally the gutter of like in terms of like bad things people can do i thought it was neat i thought it was really nice that they illustrated how he was in the beginning of the movie so you see wow like anybody could be as low as he was and also anybody can get out of that i think that there's an important story there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean i i would agree with that as well um i mean i i do think they could have shown that yeah, to me it wasn't a massive omission, and it also really look, it didn't. When I say show, I don't need to see him stabbing the guy. Well, right, right. you know, just right. see the interaction, see yeah, the just, moment yeah, where just, he looks yeah, the guy just in the eye. Go into the moment, yeah, like, you know, yeah, um, like like in Gotham when when uh, with uh, Bruce and and Joe Chill, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, <laughs> someone's um, talking Gotham. I'm like, wait, what season was that? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff happened in Gotham. You forget <laughs> that before or after we got our third joke. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, I mean, they probably they probably could have shown that. It didn't take away too much from my enjoyment of the movie. But I'd agree, I'd agree. I think I think that that would have added to it. I think so too. Um, uh, I guess last thing I would ask is, is how do you guys feel about Talo, um, as a place, as an environment? I dug it. Mm-hmm. I, to me, I felt like watching it. 
I, I, I don't know if this is in their plans. It most likely isn't. I think there are people who are hopeful. I I do feel like watching the Talo stuff and how they explained the place and how mystical it was and how it was outside the realm of normal of the normal dimension that we know of and we're learning more and more about dimensions and timelines and things like that uh, in the MCU thanks to Loki and some of these other shows we've been watching I did get a feel like man if they want to do X-Men and they want to try to like uh, bring about Krakoa like they could take a lot of inspiration from what they've already established with Talo you know like like this like utopia kind of place with you know different like you know what seems to be majestic majestic style you know weapons and majestic style you know uh just livelihoods and animals and things like that like in terms of just like what i feel like krakoa should look like if they ever do that for the x-men i i felt like it should look like a lot like what we saw from talo now i don't know if they'll mm-hmm. do it maybe because it will look too much like talo but that that was the feel i got yeah, I would take I would take Krakoa and the Savage Land. That's well. a good point too. Yeah, I, I seen people say that. I saw someone else say that. Yeah, yeah. it basically looked just like that. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I was very impressed with the, with the effects and everything they were able to do with with that place. Um, probably also very Avatar like. I haven't seen the movie Avatar, which I know to, to, to some cinephiles is probably criminal. But I haven't. Seen <laughs> I haven't that. seen it either. I haven't I'm seen sorry, Avatar folks. yet, even though it's on Disney Plus. I will see it eventually, but. It also reminded me of that that kind of like kind of mystical. Why is um, it on Disney Plus? By the way, Disney made that movie. They bought it. They, Fox. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the, the, the okay. mix with Bill Fox. They're making the new one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, Disney owns everything. That's the thing is that like now they own the record. They're like whatever it is, Endgame, Avatar. We don't care. Yeah, it's ours. It. So yeah. who cares? So yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. But um. But yeah, so I, I mean, I, I dug it. I enjoyed the environment. Did you guys get a Pokemon I, vibe? I, uh, I did with the animals. Yeah, uh, those are all like like mystical Chinese, actual Chinese mystical right. creatures, which is so, uh, yeah, really cool that they, that they that they call Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, Sheesh. Pokemon. Uh, take it, yeah, I mean, you know, Pokemon is taking from the generation these respects all kinds of right. you know. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. I but mean, I mean, we, we just saw uh, director Detective Pikachu, and like I thought, like the no, yeah, the effects, the effects, and, and the CGI definitely definitely reminded I, me I, of that movie. I thought the quality of this of this movie was more than than Detective yeah, we Pikachu. Yeah, even, we even above that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. This was like, like I said, this was like Avatar level in yeah. terms of like the quality of the creatures. I didn't, um, I enjoyed how they looked. I didn't like. <laughs> That's one thing. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed how they looked. The visual effects were great. I didn't like the kaiju battle towards the very end, mm. just in terms of the things that I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan of. I thought the the last battle the, got the, very the two legendary Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it got very like very kaiju, very like okay. Am I watching the Godzilla Pacific Rim? You know, right? So I was watching. And that's the, what this movie is. I, like I was watching the Godzilla sequel. What was it like? The Battle of the Monsters? Or... Yeah, God, God of the Mo- King yeah, of the King, yeah, King of the Monsters. I felt like it, was, it was like a Godzilla King of the yeah, Monsters. That, a little bit. That's what, when we asked. We talk about like how Captain America is like a war movie, and you know Iron Man is like a tech robotics kind of movie, and right. this and that, and Ant Man's a heist movie. This is a martial art, Marvel's martial arts slash kaiju movie, you know, yeah, in one basically, you know, and that's not what I would have thought. The kaiju, I mean, movie, I would argue that's it's a martial arts movie just until that scene, then it becomes a kaiju movie, right? Yeah, or I'd say probably till like the last act. I mean, yeah, third act, yeah, third act, and they started. They said all oh, the legend, and then. Show the demons and I'm like, all right, so yeah, we did stuff coming out of the yeah, the there flying was, things coming out of the yeah, wall. The dragon comes out of the water and the yeah. protector. I didn't mind the dragon so much as as as, as the other as the other. Right. Yeah, I thought the dragon looked great. 
Yeah, but, I, but but the other that other demon thing, I'm like, I almost yeah, this like, is the big bad. Yeah, I almost feel like I would have liked it better if like he needed the dragon to beat Wen Wu. Really like if he never got the rings, but I agree. he got the dragon. That I completely really cool. agree. That yeah, would have been yeah, epic. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe he gets the rings after beating Wen Wu. But like I don't know, like and or I, I will say I thought his fight scene with Wen Wu was awesome. By the way, though, I don't oh, yeah, like awesome. like it wasn't like I I dislike that aspect. I I agree with you guys. The 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 fight between the things was okay it was you know it was quite okay it, the effects were good um yeah. i thought how he beat like that monster using the 10 rings while floating in the air on the dragon like that was all really epic right. but like you know it wasn't needed you know and i do feel like like i said i think that would have made it would have yeah. been better if like and even that was dragon even that was movie. awesome to see but it's just not really what i wanted from this movie yeah i agree with that yeah so in another movie i would have loved it but in this movie i, I would have liked it if the final confrontation was shang chi or Shang-Chi, rather, mm-hmm. against uh, Wenwu. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Especially because of how personal the beef was. It was such a personal yeah, rivalry, personal. such a personal, uh, you know, dilemma. And I felt like the acting and the, the the way they were playing off each other during these fight scenes were really good. So I felt like that should have been the end of the confrontation. Like, I don't what think I, what, it needed anything beyond What I loved that. about the Talo, um, I, I, I agree that... You know, a lot of a lot of the 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 last act could have been done differently in terms of the last fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. what I loved about thematically that whole background was they wanted to tell the story of how you know this kid who is you know been only around the the ten rings for most of his life. Um, that he he not only that they didn't want to tell the story that oh he was. He was a part of the Ten Rings, and he went to America, and then he found the West. He was Westernized, and now he's good. You know, they mm-hmm. wanted to tell the story that he, the that the Mandarin and the Ten Rings was only half of his lineage, but that he has he's almost half Ten Rings, but he's half Talo. You know, yeah. and that that he connected with that aspect of his background, and going there, you know, that was like you know full circle moment. yeah the full circle moment and like those that people as we even saw like his mom was the only one that was able to beat him you know yeah. beat the mandarin you know even with the rings yeah you know and that that was that was for for him that that was almost to that that's what makes him even like stronger than the mandarin you know is that yeah. he has that now he has that talo training that talo background with the ten rings yeah you know and so mm-hmm. that that's what's that's what's awesome, and it gave him again. And it's that, like his aunt said, and, and you're not just your father; you're also your exactly. Mother. Yes, yeah. you know, they, they give him that way that. to connect. So, yeah, it was a great job, um, great job facilitating that that character development. I think we're at the point now where we probably do uh, scores for this movie. So I will go to Sham first. What are you giving uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings out of ten? Uh, How many rings are you giving it? I will go into it in the ten rings. Uh, I give it an eight and a half out of ten. Um I will give it an eight and a half out of ten. It was very solid. It was a very, very solid movie. I very much enjoyed myself. Um uh Simu Lu is fantastic. Villains, fantastic. Action, fantastic. You know, there it wasn't perfect. There were a few things I wasn't the biggest fan of, as of course I just mentioned, but overall I loved it. Mm-hmm. So I you know this is something I I want to, I want a sequel. I want more Shang Chi in the Avengers. I think this was a success, so I, I give it an eight and a half out of ten. All right, what do you say, Kendall? Uh, I'll give this movie an eight. Um, 
you know, I think that this is a movie that was, again, really solid. Um, Simu Lu did an excellent job. You know, I mentioned there were a lot of things that they could have done differently uh, that could have made this a movie a nine or a nine and a half. It could have been a classic. Um, but I think it checks out as a as a as a, as a solid Marvel movie. You know, uh, you know, in the in the realm of the you know the the Ant Man's and the first Avengers. Um, and as a character, this is a guy that I'm gonna want to see more of, and and a you know a, 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 a story or a or a character uh, or franchise rather that I'll, I'll, I want to see sequels of. So, mm-hmm. um, and we may be getting spinoffs uh, as we saw in the post credit scene. So, uh, it should be exciting. Yeah, I will. I will. I will share a sham score and give this an eight and a half out of ten. Um, I think you know the only thing is kind of keeping it from a nine, which I think to me, like a nine is like that's like a to me a cla- like a pure classic, and this is right below that. I would say it's close, but it's probably right below that. I think I agree. Like I think the like the the last the last of the last act, not even the whole last act. Cause I, again, I really like the fight scene between Wen Wu and Shang. Is the, the 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 dragon in the in the kaiju fight that's kind of like uh, you know okay this is really how we're ending this okay. Um, that probably maybe dips it down a little bit, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I, you know, there was a lot of stuff in terms of getting to Talo that, like, again, they used Trevor actually. I think saves a lot of that part of the movie. I think that it, that could have been like kind of dragging, in terms of them driving through that forest and doing all that other stuff, driving past out of the compound, like some of that stuff could have been a little dragging. But he like carried it, I think, me. And then like they, the, I thought Simu and Aquafina, I think they played off of him well. And Morris was a great addition as well. But, like, with that being said, that was kind of a long part of the movie. And, like, you know, I kind of was really digging the action. And it really slowed things down a lot. So that probably dropped it down a little bit, though Trevor kind of made it still passable. But there's so many other great things to like. Again, Simu Liu is just a, a just a really, well, easy-to-like uh, protagonist. I really enjoyed his sister and her action in this film. I think that she's kind of underrated in this movie terms of the action especially early on and just kind of her running this organization and and, and and again in some way i think they could have made proper even more but they did, they did a good job of putting her over by beating her beating shang in that match that was a very important thing to do i think to keep her relevant look man I, I i was <laughs> midway through that movie i'm like kind of watching this like wait so why is he the avenger and not her you know like because they were clearly on the same level uh, yeah I mean, and then they gave him the 10 rings and I was like, all right I get it. Yeah. And I, I'll be honest, I, I think that he's probably, I think he probably is a slightly better fighter, but he was not fighting her. Yeah, he wasn't going to fight And if her. he's not going to fight her, he's going to get destroyed. Like, he's yeah. not actually going to try right, to fight. Right. Like, I think if he was going all out, I think he probably would win. Like, he had right. a slightly better, because he was trained, you know. She had to train himself, herself, so it's not the exact same, you know. Um, so, so he's probably a tad bit better, but she's, as we know, she's no joke, and she can definitely hold her own with anybody really so uh so i'm excited to see how what that means with her leading the 10 rings and what it will look like that that, that seems a little a little corny you know oh you gotta play the women doing the stuff the men were doing in the it, song. Look, it, I, it wasn't it was a little like okay this is like a beyonce video i like I, I, it, I, it reminded it, me of a lot of people were like oh girl boss you know be my friend that was sitting next to me like i i think that like they could have i mean to me this is just like the red room like, yeah, like, yeah, like for, yeah. you know, like, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think there's a better way they could have, they could have done that. It they rem- could have done the exact same thing, but it not looked that corny. You're right. It reminded me of the 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 end of the Mandalorian 
with with you know the Boba Fett, the 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 hint to the book of Boba Fett. You know, it definitely series. is supposed to be like that. Yeah, you know, it's that sort of moment where now I'm taking over the Empire, and you know, we'll see where that goes next. Um, I like that one better than the than the first one. Um, the first uh, the one with the Avengers. You like that scene better than the one yeah. with the Avengers? Oh my god! I, I thought the Avengers one was a little shoehorned. No, I, disagree. Um, I was. Yeah, I mean, I also, I was personally probably disappointed that it was just the Avengers. Um, no, but, that, that other thing looked too much like a mu- music video. I, I was not. <laughs> I was actually like that. The other one was actually. I was actually surprised by the by the one. With the I show. was surprised. You know, yeah, I, I was. That surprised. was like a real post credit scene. Where I yeah. think the Avengers one was more. It was like the Spider Man. It was like the Spider Man one from Civil War, where it's like all like, lighting up the the Spider Man one sign. You know? Well, to me, that one I think is a little more than that. I think to me, yeah, yeah, yeah actually this seems actually interacting with Avengers and <laughs> like they're Marvel. talking about. We learn. We actually learn about the rings. Like we learn that yeah. like it's not alien, right. and it's not anything like scientific from right, like right. either gamma radiation not, or any kind of it's not vibranium. Vibranium. Right. So like like that was actually. Like helpful. That was like a whole scene. It was like, okay. Well, where are the ten rings coming from? Like, I think there's a great chance that we're gonna learn more about the ten rings in Eternals. I I think that that I actually think that actually might have been more of a setup for Eternals than anything else, in my opinion. Interesting. Um, which is maybe a hot take there, but because you said this thing that's been around for hundreds of years, we don't know why, and we know they're powerful beings, and we're gonna learn more about celestials in a certain point. Like, I I I have a feeling that. The Ten Rings will make an appearance literally in the next movie we watch in like two months from now, but um, but yeah, I, overall though, I I really I really enjoyed enjoyed this movie. This was again one of my favorite standalone Marvel movies. I can't wait to see it again. I you know I was a little wary about going to theaters again to see it because uh, this is no more movie no, no more than I would have seen twice, you know, in one weekend. But I, with the way COVID is going, I probably probably want to try to find a, another really off time. Uh, to see it, and I will have a lot more free time <laughs> in the next month or so. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so hopefully, I get to see it at some point. But I really dug it. Eight out of five, eight eight out of ten, eight and a half out of ten um, stars, I guess, for this more rings for this movie. And yeah, I, I, I just I'm looking forward to see what how they move forward with this Shang Chi franchise. From everything we're hearing from Marvel, they seem to be really pleased with people's reception to it. I think we will be seeing a lot more from them. But uh, I think that's going to do it for this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. Boy, man, it was great uh, rocking with you guys in person and just, like, having this conversation. It's so different, and I don't know if the people listening will will hear the difference, but it's so different doing the podcast in person than, like, when we're remote. Like, we've mastered it, you know. It's been all these years, or well, two years, I guess, of doing it, you know, only remotely. But uh, kind of feeding off you guys' energy, I think definitely – was awesome for me. I'm sure. Hopefully, this was the same for you guys, and um, hopefully, we'll get to do some more um, podcasts together in person. But of course, if you enjoyed this show, make sure you check out all of our podcasts. You can find them uh, on the New Generation Podcast Network. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, be sure to check us out on YouTube, New Generation Media. We are uh, we were closing in on 1,000 views. In fact, I'm going to do a live check now to see oh, if 1,000 subs. 1,000 subs. I'm sorry. 1,000 subscribers. I'm going to do a uh, live YouTube check right now and see if we can announce. We're one no. subscriber We're away. still one subscriber away. I was hoping I can make a live Kenny, announcement. Kenny, you going to make you may go make another account? <laughs> if you're listening, I mean, burn if you're listening make another account. Yeah, I mean, burn, yeah, if you got a burner account you want to use and give us a subscribe, let us know. We're one subscriber away from 1,000 
for a subscriber count on YouTube, which would be just a incredible mar- milestone. So go one. subscribe. You may be the one thousandth. Yeah, yeah, and like you yeah, know, listening, I can't, I can't guarantee there's any special prize for you if you are the one thousandth subscriber. But uh, you know, we, we certainly really appreciate you, and let us know if you do. Maybe we will try to get you on the podcast or something. Who knows? But. Make sure you head over to our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for more Marvel content, more sports content as well. Uh, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, New Generation Pod, Instagram, New Generation Podcasts. You can be found individually on social media. Um, Kendall is on Twitter, New Gen Ken. Shamari is on Twitter, oh, excuse me, on Instagram and Snapchat, MTSham22. You can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, Action EJ. Thank you guys again for checking us out. For Kendall, For Shamari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.